This is Turner Mining Live, where we give you a behind-the-scenes look at how we're innovating to change the game and grow a business in an ancient but still booming industry. What's up, guys? So, here we are on Instagram Live. I've never done this, so it took me two or three tries. Zach Stenton's been on the phone coaching me. I'll get to some questions. Uh, I'll bring some people on. I want to chat one-on-one with some of you guys. I'm getting all kinds of DMs, and I haven't had a chance to connect with some of you guys. So it should be fun. So this is going to be kind of a spin on the podcast. Um, been having a lot of fun with the podcast, but it's tough to do it uh, virtually. And I don't love talking to people on the phone. Audio's not great. So we thought we'd try this. Seems a little bit more fun, a little bit more personal. It's been a wild few weeks, guys. I know, I know you're all dealing with your own, your own BS, your own COVID BS. Um, we fortunately, you know, haven't been too impacted. We've tested, I don't know, maybe a dozen of our own people that had some symptoms. No one, no one has tested positive yet, which is, which is a positive. I know a lot of people are losing their jobs. Um, everyone's got an opinion on. Uh, how severe the disease is, or the virus is, not a disease, the virus, uh, what the what the Fed should do, what they shouldn't do. And I'm sure people will have some questions. When I started um, the company three years ago, a little over three years ago, I didn't do any Zoom, didn't do any FaceTime. Super awkward. It was super weird. All the people that came on, they loved Zoom, and they loved to FaceTime, and they loved to be, you know, doing this. And it's just, it's just weird. So... It's a little bit awkward. I'm not going to lie. I'm wearing a headset, and I have a mic here, which makes it even more awkward. Uh, but this is what Zach Stenton told me to do. Whatever he says is what I do because I love that guy. I'm going to let Jake hubble in. Jake's been getting kicked in the balls lately. Oh, my. <laughs> it works. It does. I didn't. So I would have been here 10 minutes earlier. I know you've said that. I've, you've heard me say that before. But, uh, yeah. I yeah. opened Instagram live and there was no sound. And so I had to figure out the sound. Well, it's also, it's also not like you to practice prep. No. Uh, what do we call that? Cowboying. Cowboy. You're, you're a cowboy. Cowboy. Yeah. 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 Good. What are you up to today? You going to do anything? No, no, actually I am mother's day shopping now. Got to get it covered. So for everybody that doesn't know, Jake is our equipment manager. He was on the podcast, so I'm not going to keep you on here very long because people have already heard from yep. me and seen you. I'm going to give time to other people. Uh, but, you know, you don't look too bad for being in quarantine. You don't no. Look, you don't need a haircut. <laughs> you don't look like you live in Bloomington. Oh, yeah. That's coming soon. We get you a, we'll get you the vest. And- I got to get, get Patagonia, some gel, berries, that kind of stuff. Do you do you have anything of value to add to you know you've had a you've had a wild uh, you've had a wild week we're not gonna get into all yeah. that but what you got anything of value to add to any of the any of our guys watching Cole says he's getting ready to break something uh specifically Cole hey thanks for not screaming at me you've done a really good job handling all the issues that you've been dealt this past six to eight weeks so thank you I'll give I'll give Cole that shout out yeah well. We've we've seen some stuff break lately. You're no stranger to that. But thanks yep. for thanks for tuning in. Are you gonna watch for a while? Are you gonna chill? I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how you do until it until it gets a little, you know, eh, I'll back off. Okay. Pretend like I didn't see it. Okay. I I saw a snake rubble uh guy post again and we gotta find out who that freaking guy is. Yeah, we need to fire him for I, sure. I agree. All right, buddy. Later. See you, man. Good luck. With a new company you, you have to obviously hire everybody new. And sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you get unlucky, and sometimes you think you get lucky for a year or two, and then you finally realize you got unlucky hiring the person that you hired. I still haven't figured it out with Jake. Every day is different. Some days I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Other, other, days, other days I got to wonder. I love the guy. I love him. Let's get some people on here. If you got a good question or you just want to get on and say hey and chat, um, man, we got stories. I'm I'm sitting here outside. I got a little fire going. Um, I've got some wine, so we'll hang out and chat for as long as people want to hang out. How about Sid? 
Sibs. Yeah, let's get let's get Sibs in here. Hopefully, you got a real name, Sibs. We're connecting. Hey, Keaton, how you doing? What's up, brother? What's what's your name? Uh, Ryan Sibley. How are you, man? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm doing awesome. Given given the circumstances of the world melting around us, everything's going pretty well. Staying That's healthy. Good to hear. I loved your questions. It's I, I think it's super practical and. A lot of people are, are feeling it. Are you are you in the industry? What do you do? Uh, I'm actually a student at uh, Rolla. Oh yeah, you're one of the, you're yeah. one of, you're one of the smart kids. So yeah, I mean, you know, your question: um, Do you think that companies are being forced to implement new technologies and practices due to COVID? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know that we ever get back to the way things were before completely. You know, I you know you compare something like this to 9-11, TSA changed forever after 9-11. You know, I I think there are going to be some legacy things that stick with us. Um, You know, I'm not a very clean guy. I'm one of those people that never washed my hands. Um, I've started to wash my hands a lot more. I think, you know, people are going to take this seriously for a while, at least until there's, you know, a resolution of vaccination. We haven't changed a whole lot, which is crazy because we're, we're getting new information every day, but our, I know our people are a lot cleaner. The machines are a lot cleaner than they've ever been, especially inside, you know, but absolutely. I, we're using delivery services here at my house. We're using delivery services, which, you know, I think is an awesome thing. You know, I think, us as a business, we've realized Zoom can be a whole lot more effective than what we originally thought in virtual meetings. Um, being spread out coast to coast, it's nice to, you know, it's it's actually nice to be able to do this for a while because it made us all a little bit better working remote. So I don't know. What have you seen? You're, you're a smart kid going through some of this stuff. Uh, so I've heard a lot about, you know, different companies using things like Zoom and voice over internet phones, things like that, and VPNs to get there their managers and engineers um, be able to use some of the software and access all the company files and stuff from, from their homes instead of having to be on site to try and get that social distancing Um, as well as um, I've heard from a couple of people that I know in industry that work with uh, consulting kind of pushing companies to do some more with uh, drone work and things like that. Um, So I just kind of curious about what you think if companies are going to be implementing more with, uh, drones and more tech on equipment and stuff due to this COVID-19 outbreak. If you think that's going to help benefit production and efficiency rates in the long run throughout the whole industry. You know, it's, it's terrible what it's done. I hadn't really felt the effects of COVID uh, on the business until the last week or two. And it's just kind of, we're just kind of over it at this point. It's dragged out. I haven't left the house hardly. So I've been, I've been feeling a little bit lately, but I do think, yeah, I mean, drones have impacted the way we've done business. Um, I don't think everything goes autonomous, you know, right away. I don't think it even really speeds up autonomy. I think it does make some changes, but, I mean, honestly, we're only in about seven weeks of this so far. So I think we've got a long road ahead. I think things will get better, obviously. They have to get better. Some businesses can't sustain um, or, or, or can't, uh, I guess, stomach the expense of, of crazy technology uh, that doesn't yield some some results to the business or efficiencies to offset the cost. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get back out there. I can tell you that. Oh, I'm the same way. I've been cooped up in my house and been out from not being able to do stuff, not being able to see people, kind of get my hands dirty. It's really been uh, kind of a killer situation. Well, best, but- of, best of luck with school. Um, you know, I – it's it's awesome where you're going. It's it's a great program. Uh, you know we had we had some folks from there. So yeah, best of luck, uh, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon, man. Yeah, thanks, Keaton. Thanks for having me on. Want to talk scalability and what that looks like? Trey, hit me up. Request to get in here. Let's talk about it. Uh, we've scaled. Uh, we scaled up and then we've scaled down here just a, just a tad bit recently. And so yeah, let's talk scalability. What's up, What's brother? up brother? How are you? <laughs> Good, man. Sitting in my bar in my basement having a drink and waiting for you to get on. You're a little late, huh? I'm so late. That's 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 how I roll. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure all out good, this technology brother. out. What's up, man? Not much, man. You're like only in uh, about an hour and a half south of me, and I've been following you for a little while, uh, really kind of using you as a little bit of as a guide. We uh, we started our company about a year and a half ago, so oh, yeah? we're going through a lot of the struggles I think you went through 
a year and a half back, probably. Well, man, uh, I'm going through different struggles now, so they're all it's all the same. It's all the same. What do you? My, guys my str- so we are a um, the easy way to describe us. We're a utility infrastructure contractor, so we really focus on electrical utilities, uh, transmission, distribution, substation. Um, strictly from a civil side at this point, so we do anywhere from commercial duct banks to high voltage transmission tower foundations to substation foundations. To we, I basically say we do towers down. You know, when you start looking at growing, how do you grow? I mean, how do you look at how do you look at scalability and growth as far as when to bring on the right people? I always say six of one, half a dozen the other, right? You're either going to pay for it up front and get the guys on and gals on board early, or you're going to bring them on too late and you're going to pay for all the screw up. So finding that fine that fine balance, right? Yeah. yeah, you're spot on. I mean, we've done both. We've we've had people too early and paid for it, and we've we've brought people on too late that could have helped us save literally millions of bucks. Uh, if we'd had right. them, a, you know, six months or a year earlier, you know, we haven't done it great yet. I would say um, I'm realizing now the real expensive people are, are worth it four or five times over. I mean, we're paying people, especially our managers now, um, you know, really, I would say across the board, they're just a different level of, of manager than they were a year or a year and a half ago. And right. our problems, while we still have a ton of them, our problems have shrank by volume and, and really by the size of each problem. But I've realized this, there are smarter people. There are a lot of people out there that are a lot smarter than I am. And it's pretty wild to pay them what they're worth and then watch them go work. You know, we just went through this. You know, I kind of live by the hungry, humble, smart. Every time I have hired for resume – I have been highly disappointed. Yeah. Every time I've hired for the right attitude, yeah. the right person, you got the guy who might be a um, an APM for two years, not quite ready to be a PM, mm-hmm. but you jump him into that PM role and you give him a little bit of a bump. It's not a big financial bump, yeah. but $5,000 to a 23-year-old APM is a lot of money. Absolutely. And uh, put them in those roles and they just grow and they excel. Another another amazing move that we did, and it was just luck. We we hired a gal, uh, a couple gals, but one one gal in, in particular, Liz, who recruits the most amazing talent. You know, and and I mean, yeah, you can outsource that and and find headhunters that can find the talent. Sure, Liz, um, she's she's a full blown savage, and so she she brings in a lot of really good people. Um, and again, we still don't get it all right, but yeah, I think if you can bring the work in as fast as you guys are and as fast as we have in the past, you got to have the people. That's, that's my, I always tell people my biggest lessons are people lessons. I've enjoyed following you, man. I mean, for your age and, and what you've done in three years, I mean, this, you're what we're aspiring to. I appreciate that. It means a lot. We, we've got, a, it's, it's, it's really not me. You know, I had the idea, but it takes all the other people around to make it happen. So I, I appreciate the kind of word. Thanks so much for jumping on. Thanks. Thanks, Keaton. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, brother. Let's see. Let's see what Gary's got to say. This is fun, guys. I don't know why it's taken me, uh, I don't know, five or six years of using Instagram to finally do this. Gary, hey, how's it going? What's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I assume your We're name over... is Gary, just like your handle, right? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have three first names. My middle name's Lee, so you can you can use any three of the ones you want. <laughs> What's happening? I've been called worse. Uh, yeah, me too. I get called worse almost every day. What's up, man? I see you said you've got a lot of questions. I don't know that I'll have answers, but I'm happy to chat. Yeah, I, um, I'm i a 20-year veteran in the uh, civil construction industry. I've laid a lot of pipes, dug some ponds here and there, and moved a lot of dirt in Florida. And uh, I just recently moved to Colorado, and I won't boast anything I've got going, but we're doing uh, training for operators here in Colorado now. And my question to you is, what, what's your turnaround like on employees, and what do you do as far as, you know, new operators screening, if you will? Like, do you guys, are you still doing the old style? You just send them to a crew and kick the guy out of the excavator and let the guy run it for 20 minutes in front of your foreman? Or, you know, I want to see what a company your size has, has got going on as far as that. Well, I tell you, um, I was I was speaking at a thing. It's been a few months ago now, and I, I said our biggest, the, one of the biggest challenges we face is training, without a doubt. Uh, it's it's probably our biggest hurdle to growth. 
Uh, I was just talking to the last dude. You know, we can win all the work we want without having the people, the, the right people in the seats. I I would say, yeah, I think operators need to be certified. I would also say in the same breath, we've used all the training schools in the past, uh, all of them that you're probably familiar with. It, it's yep. rare to get someone that comes straight out of a training school. It, Well, I'll finish my thought. It's rare to get someone that comes straight out of a training school that's worth what they think they're worth. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like when I graduated college at 23, 22, 23 years old, and I thought I knew a lot more than I really knew. <laughs> Same thing coming from a heavy equipment school. And so I've kind of had this um, pipe dream in my head, like someday I would love to do like a, like just a training institute. It's, it's a tough thing to do. Uh, I'd love to hear what you're doing because I don't think anyone, at least that I've, that I've seen or, or people that we've hired, I don't think anyone's doing it the way that's useful <clears throat> for a company like us. So, again, I don't want to use your success and uh, boast our company, so I'll leave the company's name out of it. But uh, what we have is not only hands-on, uh, so this kind of a, a, a hodgepodge of companies. We started a company strictly for training operators. We also, at the same time, own a civil contracting company ourselves. So that allows us, under the same insurance policy, to have hands-on, as well as classroom instruction, as well as real job site learning. So it's been hard, but that's what we have right now. And we bought the CAT simulator, we bought the CM Lab simulator, and we have two others coming so we're going to have the all the way across the board, all the simulators in the classroom, all the pieces of equipment. Uh, we have nine cranes. We have excavators beyond belief, dozers beyond belief. Are you, you know, training these people for your own use? Or are, the, are you are – you, okay, so you're training for a we fee. Saw, as a company, and I come from Florida, like I said, I owned a, a small company. We did hundreds of thousands of dollars, not millions like you guys do. Uh, I had many excavators and skid steers. Same problem. Unless I go out there and do the work every day, I can't ever retire because there's no me. Yeah. So I came to Colorado and joined up with a lady here that believed in the same thing I believed in. And we're, like I said, you can't use just simulators. No one has the time to use big, heavy equipment or the money yep. all the time. If you go to the big box, uh, teaching facilities, and I won't use any names, but you're going to spend $5,000 and you're going to come back with questions, yeah. not answers, yeah. and, and not a lot of hands-on stuff. So we're trying our ass off to use simulators, use hands-on training, use our experience. I'm a trainer in the facility. Like I said, I've been in it 20 years. I'm teaching classes on just reading grade stakes. So my our goal is our company is to have companies like you you know, buy blocks of time and send us 10 guys, 20 guys at a time and say, I want these guys trained on nothing but reading plans. I want these guys to be able to read a set of plans to know, you know, the notes are over here. And if you read the notes, you don't have to call the boss because it's all on the next page written out in in parentheses. So that's what we're trying to do. And the license side of that, I believe in, and I don't know how to get that started. I hope that someday there's a driver's license like there is for a crane operator. Yeah. for operators where I can just show you a card and it tells you everything you need to know about how much you need to pay me. Yeah. You know, it'd be awesome to have that. And I think if I'm, if I'm an operator, I would love that I, because I, you know, yeah. I believe in my skills and I want to go get certified. It's no different than getting a, a, a master's, you know, or a doctorate, mm-hmm. you know, you get paid more when you get one. Uh, Nick Hasty, somebody just said, I spent 10 K on school. I, you know, most yeah. of the oh, people, yeah. Yeah, most people oh, yeah. that we've hired from the schools have spent ten, ten or fifteen thousand bucks to get certified, you know, and they and they go to work and they're they're sitting right next to an eighteen year old kid that spent zero and they're making the same yep. amount of money. You know, I went to college and I say now I I would be farther along if I hadn't gone to college. Um, I don't have student debt or anything like that, but I wasted, you know, wasted. I didn't waste, but I I, I spent four years of my life learning stuff that wasn't applicable. And I think people that go into these heavy equipment colleges, and I'm making a lot of people mad probably, but I think they're spending (laughs) time and money and they're not getting the value. You know, they could spend the same time and zero money working for a company. Maybe you're only making 12 bucks an hour and you think you're worth 25 bucks an hour, but you're still making money instead of spending money somewhere and you're getting valuable experience. So that's my take on it, man. Pleasure talking to you. I'll send you some info. Thanks so much, brother. Have a good one. Yeah, thank you. See, I'm meeting all kinds of new people.
that I didn't even know existed. Cool dude. Trey was a cool dude also. Let's let's get this dude in here. I've seen him pop up a few times. I apologize. I'm just now getting to you. We're having fun. It's a beautiful evening. I got a fire going behind me. How What's are going you? on? How are you? I'm doing great, man. Sorry, I'm, this is Taj. I'm, I'm just now getting you in here. I've seen you pop up a few times. What'd you say your name was? Taj. T A J. Nice to meet you. How are you? Oh, good, man. I'm just making dinner, but uh, yeah, I just want to talk about the economy and kind of, I think where it's going in the next few years. I think this economy is gonna. We're gonna. I think you're gonna do just fine. I think. Uh, we're going to see an influx uh, probably in the next three to four years of uh, housing kind of declining, um, as well as you know that mining boosts at that time, um, which is great for you. Um, during this coronavirus, we, we started an asphalt milling company in Nevada. Um, we're the only asphalt milling company in Nevada. You just started? So, just now? Yeah, during this pandemic. Wow. So... So we've, I've been down this road with equipment companies not wanting to work with you and so forth, and I know the struggle. Um, I think we're ordering our uh, our uh, third asphalt milling machine this next upcoming week. So we're from Reno all the way down to Vegas. I think we put 65 bids out just today. Wow. Well, you know, I was just thinking this morning, this is no lie, I, I, was, uh, I was standing in my bathroom, and I thought to myself, I am so thankful I did not start this company a year ago. Did you strategically start this during the pandemic, or what led you to start it now? I kind of just woke up one morning and I said, you know what, I got to do something. I got to build something for my family, right? Yeah. And uh, woke up and talked to a few people, and uh, it's not me. I mean, I had the idea, but other people are making it wrong, so... Yeah, it's, I feel you. I'm I'm the same. It's uh it's easy, you know, it's easy to come up with the idea and it's pretty easy to go ask for money from a bank or, or investors or whoever. It's a whole lot tougher when you have to go start executing and, and uh Yeah, absolutely. You know, making the cash flow the way it's supposed to, not not the opposite way it's supposed to. So yeah. yeah. Thanks so much, man. Yeah. I, I I I can't believe I passed you up three times. I, I don't know how to work this thing. So Oh, you're good, man. I'll uh I'll we'll connect here sometime and let's uh, talk. Best of luck to you. All right, thanks, buddy. Official Dirt Gang, how do you manage and use the huge influence you have on the younger operators? Um I think huge influence is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, don't know if he's going to jump on here or not. I think huge influence is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, I'm about a normal as a guy as anybody you'll know, honestly, and I'm not trying to be humble because most of my team would tell you I'm not that humble. Uh, you know, I'm pretty normal. Um, I hate Instagram, not for tonight. Oh, he's coming on. What's up? Oh. How are you? Doing good. Just got home from out of town. I think Instagram will recognize your face or at least your beard. Maybe a little. I was just starting to answer your question. You asked how I use my huge influence. I'd say you probably got a bigger influence than I do. I've been following you a lot longer than I've been doing it. So. Well, I, um, I, I was, I was saying, you know, I don't, I don't think I have huge influence. I'm a pretty normal guy, you know. I think you'd say you're a normal guy. I think most of us are normal. I don't think there's very many abnormal people out there. Some people might act like it. You know, I just do the best I can. My team would tell you I screw up every day. I'm sure your dad would tell you you screw up every day. Uh, Absolutely. I, I've seen pictures of your dad. I don't know him, but I, I know people that look like that, and they tell people they screw up. You know, I, I'm pretty normal, man. I'm pretty normal. See, you got people, you got people loving you on the feed already. Appreciate it. What do you want to do with your influence? Because, you know, uh, Missy Sherber is someone that talks about um, – Instagram influencers, and I've never really considered myself one. But, you know, I think there's a lot of young people that need someone to look up to. Um, and I, you know, it's cool to see what you started doing and how you want to build an apparel brand and all that. So what – I would ask you the question, what are you doing with your influence? Uh, I'm winging it pretty much. I'm winging it. I didn't really expect it to, to blow up like it did at all, actually. I was just – I just like mainly it started with uh, posting videos. Like I like creating videos and just making it look, you know, cool. Like 
Aaron and everybody at Bill Witt and stuff. I just like spicing it up and then I decided to monetize the following I started getting. I figured that'd be a smart idea to help maybe pay for some better equipment or cameras or something because it definitely ain't coming out of out of the check right now with everything going on because I just bought a house and got married. I don't know. I've always I've looked up to people like you guys and, and Pushy Six and you know, all the big names out there, but I just wanted, you know, it's, I wanted, like you said, people to look up to. And I just figured I could just show people what we do every day. And because you see, you know, Gold Rush, not down in them or anything, but that's, that's like really not how it goes down. Like we don't get stuck every day and cuss each other out. And no, no, it's nothing like that. But I just, I wanted people to see the real side of it from the personal aspect. Well, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I got you on. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Uh, cause I, I know you deal with this cause you've got enough followers and, and, and you talk to enough people now. Uh, and I think it's a real, it's a real thing out there. As I read some of the comments that go through here, how, are, how do you deal with the hate that you get? God, I was fixing to go into that too, man. <laughs> how do you deal uh, with that? Um, I like to battle it with comedy because, because, I mean, sometimes in the beginning, it really did get to me like, man, I'm actually out here trying to be a good dude and, and help these guys. And then they just come at me sideways like, what did I even do wrong? And then then you you look at your crew and you know everyone's crew is going to, you know, you talk crap to each other and stuff like that. So you just got to take it like that. It's just a bunch of construction workers with big egos that go at it with each other. It's just, it's part of it. It comes with, it comes with the followers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, it's, it's never... It's really never bothered me. I got, you know, I got some family, uh, I got some family history and I, you know, my sister, she's, she's what I would call an influencer. And, and I got other friends that are influencers that have way more followers than I do. And you know, Wit, you know, he's got huge following. It's wild how sad and how dark somebody, you know, the place somebody must be in to, to hate on somebody else, man. It, and, and it's, and it's hate on someone else that's trying to do something good, you know? Yeah. Um, I can see people hating on the dudes that have, you know, they're stunting with their Lambos and their Rolls Royce. I can see people hating on that. You know, it's a little bit too flashy, but you know, the, the, just the, the hate that's out there for people that not only are successful, but people that are grinding, trying to be successful. And some people call them brown nosers or suck cups or whatever. It's just wild, man. How some, how, how unhappy some people are. It's, it's really sad. Yeah. I just, uh, I've also noticed, I don't even want to shout them out, but there's like these, a bunch of Instagram accounts that are popping up now that's like got me and, and uh, Scott from Pushy Six with like, you know, yeah. I don't know if you've seen them or not. Uh, I, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I haven't. Um, I get tagged and stuff every once in a while and, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing Instagram near as much as I used to. This is, this is kind of a test run. Um, you know, man, I just, I got to pray for those guys. And, and I, and I mean that sincerely because it's, it's, if you got the kind of time to do something like that and hate on somebody else, man, you're never going to make it, bro. I, I just don't yeah. care. You're, if you're wasting your time to hate on somebody, even if they deserve the hate, if you're going out of your way to hate on somebody, you're not focused on, on getting any better in your own, in your own life. So I was curious. That's one of the big factors I think that drives younger guys out. They're like, I don't even want to go in here if I'm going to get cussed out every day or talk to like that every day. Yeah. It's just, I think that's one of the big factors that make young people choose a different career path. Are you seeing, are you seeing older guys adjust? Cause we've got some older guys that I would say historian. I mean, I knew some of them years ago. And they used to cuss people out. And if you got cussed out, and that was all you got, you're probably lucky. Are you seeing older guys shift in how the, in, you know in their behavior, their attitude towards younger people? Yeah, actually, I, I did. Um, my dad used to be when I first started when I was like 18. He was hardcore. Like he would. Uh, he looks hardcore. He, he is hardcore. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty big dude. I'm six two, like two twenty, but he's like six four. You know. 270 something like that with yeah. softball size forearms i mean he's yeah. he's country strong but yeah he, he uh he's changed a lot in his in his older age but and that's because i kind of i've talked to him about it and he's kind of seen me and and how i operate and the way you know people learn differently when you when you people are different like you, some people you can cuss out and it'll get through to them and then some people you gotta talk to with some respect and some people you just gotta you know give them a cookie and 
tell them to calm down and understand, but you just, everyone's different. You gotta, you gotta figure them out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, one of our old guys, Albert, which I'm sure you've either heard me talk about or seen pictures of him. He's an old rough guy. East Kentucky coal miner. And there's others. I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of others, but they did things differently back then and they were raised differently. And not that we all have to be a bunch of snowflakes. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the goal either, but you can also be happy. You know, you can also enjoy life and enjoy your job and not act like, you know, uh, you're too cool or too good or, or too talented or too smart to help other people out. And I don't know, I'm starting to see more of it. I've, I've seen Albert turn a, a big leaf, and it's amazing to see what he does with 18-year-olds now when before he'd fire them all, you know. Yeah. What's up? What's next for you? What are you working on? I signed a document to say that I can't talk about it, so it's nah. coming up. I've, I've signed a few of those, probably for a different reason. But, yeah, that's it's exciting. It sounds like good stuff. So keep up the good work. You know, I know – you know, I know you get to hate. I know you get a lot of the love. You're gonna do. You're gonna do some cool things. I have a feeling. So, keep it up, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining. Yeah, man. Jack Watson wants to get on though, so I'll I'll get Jack Watson on. Learned a lot from Travis Brown. Hopefully, you learned the good habits, not all the bad ones. <laughs> Jack Watson, what's happening? Not too much. How are you? Did I get your name right? I'm using your handle. I assume that's your name. Yeah, yeah, Jack. I'm doing great, man. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying uh Instagram Live. What are you up to? Uh I'm just finishing up school here next week, so I'm excited to get that done and then I can uh hopefully get my hands dirty a little bit. Where are you going to school? Uh, I go to Miami University, so just a little right outside of Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, I've been there. My brother played ball uh against them a few times in college. Yeah, it's a cool school. Well, he he probably beat them. <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful campus. Yeah, it is. It is. I I didn't appreciate that, and especially now being home, I realized that a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool school. So so, what are you up to? I'm glad to have you on. I'm glad to meet new people. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen all your stuff, and I'm really kind of inspired by not just what you're doing, but kind of like the whole idea behind it. And I'm curious, you know, kind of picking your brain a little bit, where. Like, it seems like you had, like, a plan not just for the, you know, the actual construction part of it, but then, like, the marketing and, like, how you promote yourself. Like, where did that all come from? Like, was that part of it from day one? Well, I'll tell you, I'm not a mining guy, uh, and most people that know me uh, very well at all would, would, would attest to that. I'm not really a mining guy. I'm not really a construction guy or really even a business guy. I'm just a sales guy uh, through and through. Um, and so... I think, you know, my brain works in sales mode. And so naturally, you know, we have to do marketing to sell. And so I think that's one of the reasons why people think we're overhyped because a lot of times we are overhyped, you know, good sales guys overhype it. Uh, and so I take pride when people say we're overhyped. That's a good thing. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was part of the design. I, you know, if I told someone here a while back, if, if Instagram and LinkedIn didn't exist, our business probably wouldn't exist. I probably would have failed because I'm just not a miner. You know, um, we exist because we've done a, a really good job at marketing, recruiting, um, winning work, and then learning all the lessons to kind of perfect the activities of doing the job in a profitable way. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I don't know if that's a good way. I don't know that I'd recommend someone start a business that way, but I think, you know, you got to be worried about sales before you worry about anything else. Uh, and I don't know, this might make some people mad. This is just how I think safety doesn't matter. Um, operational efficiency doesn't matter. Talent doesn't matter. None of that matters if you don't make a sale first, right? You Somewhere there's the whole chicken and egg debate. You have to win the work first and then prove that you can be safe and efficient and hire the right talent and all those other things. And so I, I'm still, uh, I, I tell my buddies, I'm trying to outrun the expenses of the business. I'm, I'm trying for the, the sales organization to do so much selling that we don't necessarily worry about the expenses. I know we worry about the expenses, but I'm outrunning the expenses. And uh, I don't know, that's the way I think about it 
and uh, that, yeah, it was kind of by design. Yeah. And I, I, you talked about like winning people over and like, especially being so young and I'm, you know, I'm in college too. So I'm right there with you. Like, how did you convince not, you know, people to come work for some, you know, 20 year old, 25 year old. And then how do you convince someone to give you a million dollar machine to go run in a, in a pit somewhere? Um, it's a good question, man. It's tough. It's a lot tougher than it looks on Instagram. I can assure you that I, again, I, I think it comes down to selling again. Yeah. You know, I think, Everything we do in life, we're either buying or selling. And so I'm selling people why they should come work here. Um, I'm selling equipment dealers why they should rent to us. I'm selling banks on why they should finance with us so that we can go buy the machines. I'm selling clients on why they should hire us. Um, and now, you know, I've, I've, we've hired all kinds of people to help us do all that. And we've kind of – some people are natural salesmen. Other people can learn how to be salesmen. And so, you know – for me, though, it comes down to results. Uh, when you look at dealers, equipment dealers, when you look at clients, when you look at banks, all they care about is results. Water it all down. They care about results. And so, you you know, the business has to produce results. When you hire somebody and you sell them on coming to your company, you better not be full of BS. And there have been times where we've lost our way from a culture standpoint and, and people came on and they realized, oh, they're full of BS. Well, they leave or they don't work out. There's been times where equipment dealers, you know, we, we blew them smoke for some reason or another, not intentionally. And they said, this is BS. And so, you know, I would say you have to produce results, uh, whether it's financially, culturally. Um, so I don't know, it's something I, it's a, it's a challenge, um, because you want to sell, but you don't want sales to outrun everything else to where you can't live up to all the promises and then produce results. It's, it's a challenge, man, but it's, it's a fun challenge. It's fun to do it young because you can take the big swings. Now I'm 31. I'm thinking about, yeah, what if this whole thing failed? It's okay. I'm 31. I got a whole nother life or two to live. So it's, it's all good. Yeah. Well, I think that too, I mean, with this whole virus, I think there are a lot, I think there are some, you know, positives. I think it's given, like for me, I've had a lot of time to kind of think about, well, there's a lot of opportunity here. You know, people are, some things are failing, but that means there's more opportunity in, in other places. And so it's just kind of trying to put it all together and figure out what to do. And, and the one thing I've noticed too, is like culture is such a buzzword. Like everyone talks about culture, but if you can actually get the culture right, yeah, it, it seems to make all the difference and things seem to happen and almost like naturally. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, some of our people would argue, I don't know that we have the culture thing figured out, or at least I can tell you, I know for sure we don't have the culture thing figured out. You, I don't know if you were on the last one, Cole, one of our project managers on the East Coast, he had some of his, his crew in his room hanging out. Like, there, there is a section or, or a majority of our company that are, it's like a brotherhood and a sisterhood and a, a fraternity, if you will. The culture thing works. The crew is the crew, and they love each other, and you know, even when one of them leaves, they're still they're still boys. Um, it's a lot more complicated than that, though, uh, especially when you throw Instagram in the mix and LinkedIn. You know, when I shout out somebody on Instagram, and I didn't shout out the other two hundred ninety nine people, they feel some type of way about it, and and that's okay. I would I would be the same if I was one of them. So, it's culture only gets more difficult and more. Um, more, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Culture gets more difficult the bigger you get. At least that's my experience so far. But that's why you've got to double down. We're doubling down now on culture and, and how to figure out where we have cultural gaps. And one of the reasons I'm doing this right now, I want our people to have direct access to me, and, and I think that's going to help with the culture. So I don't know. It's, I'm learning as I go, brother. Yeah, well, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining uh, I got a few, a few other people buzzing at me here, so I'm going to let you go. Yeah. I appreciate it. Best of luck. Yeah, thanks for doing this, man. Thank you. Absolutely. I got some new people coming on, and I got some new questions popping up. Uh, yeah, guys, so if you got a question, um, click the question box down below. I'll try to get you on here. I'm figuring it out. I am uh, I'm figuring it out slowly but surely. Hughes Trucking. Keaton, let's chat. Let's do it, brother. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you in. What's up? going on buddy how are you i'm doing great man how are you good 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 to finally chat absolutely i'm sorry i've been i've been missing you i saw i saw it flash a couple times how are you you yours it's sunny where are you arizona or somewhere no we're in vancouver canada 
Oh my, you're way up there. We're just getting lucky right now. Yeah, is it warm or is it cold? I saw uh, so what was it, 85 today? Nice. Wow, awesome. Not bad. Awesome. How are things? Things are good, man. I I always tell everyone I'm above ground and the sun is shining. It's dark, but the sun was shining today, <laughs> so things are good. I got no complaints. That's good. That's good. How are you guys having with this COVID thing? You guys seen a bit of a slowdown, or what are you guys seeing? You know, it's it's been wild. Um, I, I talked to somebody about this a little bit earlier. We've been super lucky so far. We're starting to we're starting to slowly feel a little bit of uncertainty from some folks. Not a lot. Yeah. You know, we haven't had anything come to an abrupt end or or anything like that. But uh, the market's definitely going to soften up. So, but it, so far so good. We. We haven't had one person test positive, and we've got people all well, that's good. over the place. Yeah, that's no, I got awesome. a couple guys, some older gentlemen with uh, some diabetes and some things that, uh, you know, you got to watch, you know, make sure they're taken care of. And yeah. yeah, a little bit of permitting issues, but other than that, you know, things are going strong. So boys are still working, which is nice. Awesome. You guys do heavy haul or what What kind of trucking? Uh, we do sand and gravel and then a uh, couple dump sites, a couple quarries. Some uh, bulk X civil, a little of this, a little of that. Awesome. Yeah, and then I was going to say, man, there was no shade or saltiness with those posts, man. All I was trying to say is, you're a young kid. I'm a young kid. We've been at this, you know, a minute. And all I was saying is, like, people flex and, you know, why even let it affect what you guys are doing, what your image is. You guys have such a wicked page, have such good shit. What's the point of, of going down that path when you guys are on such a good trajectory is what I was trying to get at. You well, know what I mean? It and, wasn't. Yeah, and that's a good point. I, you know, I uh, I don't remember exactly what the post was. I follow some dudes and some buddy, buddies of mine that live in California and make really good money, and they've got Lamborghinis. And it's 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 wild to see kids glamour up to those kind of guys. But like, what they do is like they're marketed for young kids to be like, you should live this life. When it's like at the end of the day, man, like, hey. That's that's but wicked. If you got ten machines worth over one point two, one point three, you don't overly want people to know like and clients and customers, like it's amazing to have nice gear, but then again you also gotta watch like people get real jealous real quick. Yeah, most of the time it's not even the equipment that gets the attention from from you know, haters or clients or whoever. Most of the time it's the pickup trucks. Weird enough. <laughs> you know? Oh man, well, like, I could literally go to my pickup. Like, our our trucks, our equipment are here for work, right? At the end of the day, like, you know, cars are cars, but we use our equipment, our trucks, our things to, to help grow our company, yeah. you know? And it's a lot of people that wish they could be where you are. They wish they could, but they can't, so they just talk shit on it. Yeah. You know, and that's why I want to come on here and just say, okay, it wasn't anything like that. It was just, yo, man, you guys are killing it, so why even worry about anything? Yeah, yeah, and and, and I, uh, I guess I should clarify. I'm one of those people. I don't worry much. I, uh, <laughs> and I, you know, I've said before, I need more haters because I, I get some hate. You know, everybody gets some hate, but I don't. I, I love don't, it, man. The pressure is what makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, like when people want to see you do well, it's great. But when people want to see you fail, it makes it even ten times better when you can shove it in their face, right? My wife asked me, you know, I'll be I'll be laying in bed or on the couch, and I'll be looking at my phone, smiling, and she'll walk in and say, "Uh oh, did someone leave a hate a nasty message on LinkedIn?" <laughs> and because that's my favorite, I love, I love, yeah. you know, I loved going back or and the forth Google, or the... Google reviews or like just random like like yeah. I had a Google review that we found out it was this competition. Yeah. yeah. Like just straight up like I was like I can tell because you can't spell gonna right. <laughs> and you text it G O I N A and then you even like you even typed it out like yeah. that wrong and it's like well I know who it is. I love it. You know, I have to clear the air hopefully you can unblock me now. We can go back to I didn't to realize I, I didn't even realize I blocked you. Yeah, man. So it's oh, all good. Man. Oh, we'll I get out. we'll get over it. And okay. no man, I just wanted to just come on here and yeah, say you guys are killing it, and don't worry about the other shit, man. It's all gravy. That's that's hilarious. That that I, I got a blocked guy on here. You look like you're blocked. killing it. You look like you're killing it. So I'll unblock you. That's a good. You Sounds got a good, good message. I appreciate it, man. Okay, man. We'll talk a little bit. Thanks, Thanks buddy.
See you guys. Hughes Trucking Limited. I blocked the dude. I don't know why he can see my. I don't know why he can see my live if I blocked him. I don't block very many people, so he must have said something. I'll him and I need to get back at it. He's that dude's obviously living right in the compound. One arm trades. I think you can figure it out. What he's known for. Follow him. Unreal. Keaton. What's up, man? I didn't think you would accept my request. Dude, I saw you pop up. I, I apologize. There's so many things going across the screen. I If I've missed you earlier, I apologize, but I'm a huge fan of you. I don't think we've ever actually talked. Glad to glad to virtually meet you over the internet. Yeah, meet so many amazing people. Dude, dude you're awesome. I, lo- I love following your stuff. Um, and I know we've swapped messages back and forth. I've never actually gotten to meet you. So what's up? What's what's new with you? What's going on in your world? Um, well, I got hired uh, to a company here in uh, Minnesota on Saturday. Awesome. So, Congrats. Yeah. To a heavy civil construction company. So I'll be starting, um, I think, the 26th of May. Awesome, man. Congrats. So, and how old are you? 18. 18. So yeah. Skipping college, going straight to work. I'm taking a year off right now and planning on going uh, next year for construction management. Awesome. So I love that's it. That's the plan. I would never I would never discourage someone from going to college if you if you uh, if you do it right and you meet the right people and you make the right connections, it's a, it's an awesome time. It's the best four years of my life. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's in my and I don't know if you've heard me say it before, I don't know that it's gonna put you a whole lot farther ahead. Uh, but it's, it's, it's cool, man. It's a fun ride. College is fun. Why are you taking a year off? Why don't you go now? Uh, because I need to really want to have myself set financially. And plus, um, my vehicle isn't doing the best and I really need to get a better vehicle to get me around, especially driving to work every single day. Yeah. It's not going to last long. So yeah. Well, that's cool. And there's some other things as well, but that, those are a few things. It's not a, there's not a girl involved, is there? No. Okay. Trust me, there's not. I've seen so many young, talented <laughs> dudes. And hey, listen, I met a girl young also, but I've seen some young dudes make some decisions over women that I just, whoa. We won't get into that, though. You met your wife in college, right? Say that again? You met your wife in college, right? I did, yeah. Second, second week of college, I met her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Brady Brady Weaver just uh, one of my college roommates just commented. Yeah, college was a blast for me, man. But I um, I truly believe I'd be farther in my career without it. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't have had the memories, and I wouldn't have had all the connections and the lifelong friendships, and I definitely wouldn't have met my awesome rock star wife. Uh, so obviously, I would always go to college if I could do it over. But yeah, I mean, enjoy enjoy it. Um, we got a young, talented dude, Patton, who went to college is going to college. He's not enjoying it, though, I would say. I'd say he's dreading it uh, because he's he's not, you know, he's doing it in a way that just to get through it, to get the piece of paper, not to make the relationships and meet the people. He wor- The dude works as hard as anybody, but it's really mm-hmm. hard to be as super effective at work or at college if you're doing both at the same time, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page a little bit. I think I messaged Patton. A month or two ago, talked to him a little bit about the college thing and heard what he had to say, what he had to say about it, and get some good, uh, good responses about it. Yeah, he's he's a great dude, and and everyone, you know, does their thing a little differently. I know I know guys that wouldn't be where they're at without college. You know, um, you know, I think I, I think it's whatever is right for you. What's what was right for me was that. I learned the most the first year or two out of college because life hit me straight in the mouth. And uh, the business world is not forgiving once you get out of college because no one cares about your degree, you know. Really, even the people that employ you, for the most part, don't even care about your degree. They care about the results you're going to produce for the company. So, uh, yeah, yeah, my college roommates on here said learn more in six months on the job than four years in college. And I just – I believe it. So – you know, just I what I, I would say, and I don't know if your, you know, your parents may not want me to say this. I'd be careful about the debt, because uh, that's a that's a real thing. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You know, go get the scholarships. There's scholarships out there like crazy. Go get all the scholarship money you can. I got half my college paid for by a company that's bankrupt now, but they were a coal company back then. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. go get the scholarships, man. Enjoy college. Live it up. Definitely. I've been looking into those. I'm not looking into a, a four-year degree or four-year college. I'm looking into, you know, the trade schools, the tech schools, because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, a four-year, there's there's nothing wrong with a four-year degree. I just think, you know, you have to have a plan of how you're going to pay that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have to well, say about it. Yeah, Dyer, Dyer Rocks made a good comment, and I'm a big fan of this dude. He's got kids that went to four years of college, and they drove a truck to pay for college. And, you know, if you can do that, man, more power to you. I was a pretty lazy college kid. I mean, I did some estimating and stuff on the side. Um, you know, I got some scholarship money, which helped. I was on the traveling estimating team, the bidding team, which was fun, you know, but – these kids that go for five years, some people, some kids are going for six years now and, and really living the party, you know, extending the party um, with no clue on what they really want to do when they graduate or what their path looks like or what they're, you know, what motivates them or anything like that. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, best of luck to you, though. College is fun. Do not do not think of it as the building blocks to your career. Think of it as a huge opportunity to meet some awesome people because uh, the relationships are going to prove to be probably more valuable than the the technical, even if you're going to a technical college, um, you're just going to learn so much right. more when you're done. So that's cool, man. That's fun. Congrats on the new job. That's cool also. Thanks. Appreciate it. Huge fan. Keep doing what you're doing. You're 18, and, and you motivate a lot of people. I know when I see your stuff, dude, it's wild. It's wild. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of you. Keep it up, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks, Keaton. Thanks for joining I'm reading some of these comments. I uh, they're coming in. It's it's lit in the comments section. Is Missy ready? She said she was putting on her gear. Hey, what up, man? What's going on? I, I just was going through the mail with Trevor. Were there any checks in there? <laughs> we know the feeling. What's up, Trevor? How's it going? How are you, brother? Good to see you. Good to see you guys virtually. I hate that it's virtually, not in person. <laughs> I- it's right? a start. It's a start. How how is it up there? Is it getting warm at all yet? It's cold. Is it? It's cold AF. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be thirty it's supposed to be thirty, I think thirty here uh Saturday morning. So yeah, it's get it's it's not as warm as we'd like it yet. I know, but we're grateful the frost is done. We're well, not ripping frost anymore. So all the frost laws have lifted because we've got we've got trucks headed up that way, so Yeah. Here. Are you coming up to Minnesota? No, they're on the other side. They're over in Michigan, but they're they're way oh, there. Boring. I know. All right. So, um, what are we going to talk about, Keaton? I don't know. What's people are calling out your accent, which I love. What's new with you guys? I I follow all your stuff. What's what's going on in the world? What's new with us? I saw you looking at a boat, and I'm jealous. If you guys actually get a boat, <laughs> we're gonna have to, man. She's not supposed to be posting that, though. <laughs> Jeez. I saw that Malibu boat, and I thought, oh, my gosh, they're living it's, right. It's happening. We haven't spent money on ourselves in six years. Is Trevor and, selling the sled, then? Or is he getting a boat and keeping the sled? Oh, that's... Keeping the sled. <laughs> we, this, guy's, this, this guy's got toy problems, man. <laughs> uh, that's too good. No, we just kind of, like, through a line in the sand we've always spent money on our business and we've just spent the last six years grinding so hard and like putting everything back into the business and now with the family it's like i think we got to start investing a little in our family time and just like what are we going to do to take a break from the business because the truth is you go home you still working (laughs) yeah Yeah, and you mentally like you just mentally lose it after a few years you know yep you're like, yep. I mean, anxiety and depression is a real thing. If you don't have a boat or something to take your mind off of for at least an hour or two. Every once it's while. true. So we hit that peak yeah. and it's like, do you want mama? Do you want mama going crazy or not? Yeah. How's, <laughs> no, how's so we're baby? just trying to, she's awesome. Um, it's definitely different running a business with a baby. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure that out right now. How much maternity leave did you give yourself? None. Four days. Yeah. Four days. 
Four days, and Trevor needed a permit downtown. Oh and uh, no one can hustle permits like me. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I believe that, Missy. <laughs> I can't do so many things that my team can do. They can outperform me in almost every area, but that is my one my one area I'm queen is permit. <laughs> you, I think I, I think I've seen in the past. You like bring cookies or donuts or cupcakes and, and kind of, you know, shove them over and then you get what you want. Oh yeah. Some oh, yeah. guys they're do my, that. They bring yeah, cupcakes. That's genius, right? Yeah. Those city staff are my besties and they like get things done. I can only spend $5 on them. So they have a legal $5 per person limit. No way. So I bring them. I bring him $5 gift card. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's crazy. So um, I wanted to talk to you about the social media balance. Like you and I have chatted a little bit. Yeah. And then I love that Hughes, Hughes popped on. And I was like, come on, Hughes. You can't hate for block. And sometimes there's BS. And we just can't take it anymore, man. Like it's a lot to be on social media uh, to balance. Yeah. Well, so Pat, I wanted you to like, what are you doing? Because I feel like you're leading the way and being authentic online and you probably take, take the most heat for it, but you just put it all out there. Like you literally do posts where I'm like, God, that happened to me today. And I wish I could say that. Um, how did you kind of get brave around that as a business owner just to share the authentic shit that's happening? Yeah. I mean, I think people resonate the most with people that are real. Some of the people that I'm attracted to the most professionally, you know, emotionally, whatever, like, like they're just real people. Like they tell people things yeah. they don't want to hear and they can do it in a nice way. Like there's a difference between being real and being a real jerk and being real and yeah. being caring and loving and like, and telling people the truth in a, in, in a way that's respectful, you know, yeah. I just, uh, my wife would attest to this. I've never really cared a whole lot about other people's opinions. And that's, that's yeah. most of the time more of a bad thing for me than it is a good thing. Um, but I, I think it's a combination of both of those. I think I, I want people to, I want people to learn from the mistakes that we're making. Um, yeah. Cause I think, I think everyone can and should be successful truly. And yeah. I've come from environments in the past where, people think there's only this much success out there to go get and you got to get yeah. it and no one else can be successful. And it's just not the case, you know, this is not true. So I want people to learn from our, our mistakes. I want people to um, see what we're doing and what's working and what we're doing and what's not working, you know? And so yeah. I'm not, I'm not super, I'm egotistical, but I'm not egotistical enough to say I never make a mistake. And so I'm not ever going to talk about right. it. Right. I'd rather people like me for showing all of our mistakes, you know, cause I yeah. make so many of them, you know, do you ever get concerned like about clients that follow you or anything like that, or just put it all out there. And if a client was willing not to work with you because of like the bravery around your message, kind of like through them. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, there's been times where I've been slapped on the wrist a little bit. Um, but I think, you know, I, <laughs> I know in my heart what I'm doing is I'm, I'm doing it for a good reason. I had a client. Yeah. This is no joke. This is a true story. I had one of our biggest clients. He was the purchasing director for, for one of our biggest clients. He's basically the gatekeeper that awards us the work or doesn't award us the work. And he called me about, I don't know, it's probably been two or three months ago now. And he said, hey, um, just wanted to let you know I'm leaving this company. And uh, I've been following you for a couple of years, and you've motivated me to go start my own company. And so I'm going wow. to put all my eggs in that basket. And so that, I mean, that's one scenario. But to me, that kind of offsets all the other clients that maybe are sketchy about social media. I had a, We had another big client where they, they have a no-camera policy on site. And, of course, the first thing I do when I go on site, not, not <laughs> doing it to spite people, just doing it because I'm so ignorant. I didn't, I didn't pay any attention to the rule. I'm videoing yeah. everything. And I posted. Well, and the people in the office – followed me and they said, Hey, this is Keaton Turner posting a picture or posting videos on our site. And of course I got, I got reprimanded for that a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I think if you're, if you're, if what you're doing at the core is good and positive 
And, yeah. uh, you know, I, and I'm, I'm kind of Christ centered anyway, I am Christ centered. And so, you know, my meaning, Same. my meaning is always true. It might not always come yeah. out that way. And maybe I've gotten yeah. lost somewhere in the, in the <laughs> communication. But I think if I, do, yeah. I think if I do what I feel is right, some people aren't going to like it. That's okay. We're not meant for everybody, yeah. I guess. Well, you've definitely done such a good job. You've had me just starting to think about the things I'm sharing. How much do I hold back every day? The actual grind, the struggles, you know, the BS days and watching you is inspiring me to be like, okay, Trevor, at some point, if a client's not willing to work with us because we're honestly wanting to share our stories in a supportive way that helps people, maybe they're not a good fit for us. Cause I just, I've kind of felt like in a cage, you know, like, oh, I, I wish I could talk about this and I just, yeah. I can't. And then you will post it that day and I'll be like, ah, oh, Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, so. we, we had, we had a client two, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe Tracy could tell you, she, um, she had to deal with the client, their huge global company. Um, and, and their, uh, one of their executives said, Hey, take all of your advertisements featuring our company down, you know, a week later, one of our other clients said, Hey, we love what you're doing with all your advertisements featuring us. You're using the wrong logo. We got a new logo. Can you please update it? Like, that's the two extremes. And they're both yep. huge, multi-billion yep. dollar international companies. Right. So, But that shows when your intention's right, something negative might happen, but the right thing comes. Yeah. I mean, like when you have pure intentions, it works out. Okay, one more question before yeah. I let, I know there's probably a lot of people going to ask you. Okay, so we're struggling right now with building a team. Mm-hmm. We like can excavate we can demo we can run a dumpster company we can do sales we were like wow we figured everything out but building a team and we're just kind of figuring it out as we go what what advice would you give to people you know at that tipping point where we're like we're growing so fast it's not just the five or six of us we need 12 of us we need 24 of us yeah any advice for team building because you've done such a great job i mean i see your teams all over the country and it's just like heck yeah, they're just, they're together, but they're apart. You know, you're doing an awesome job. So yeah. well, give I, mama some advice. I, I, I would say the peers were doing a great job. Um, yeah. You know, we, we and social media can make it look like we do a great job. We don't do a great job all the time. And I think our people would tell yeah. you that. Uh, for me, a great team, you know, and there's a really good book. Patrick Lencioni's got a great book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Um, for me, it's so worth it to hire the expensive people that do whatever you're hiring them for better than you and Trevor would do it there. Okay. This is the weird thing there. I truly believe this. there, there are people in Minnesota that would work for amount of money that you think's a lot of money, but would do your job and Trevor's job better than you guys. But they're just That's not, awesome. they're, they're just not a business owner. You know, they're an, ex- yeah. they're an executor. And so, yeah. you know, one, one of the things I've had to realize is, you know, I kind of have to swallow my, my wallet a little bit um, and say, I am willing to pay this person way more than what I think is reasonable for this role because I know they can do yep. better than I can. Yep. Something really wild happens because, I mean, Thomas is a great example. You've talked to Thomas. Yeah. Thomas came on early and it was a huge leap for us because I never thought we'd have anybody in the company at his level. You know, Harvard, yep. he's got a master's from Harvard. Most people don't know. This dude's wicked, wicked smart. And he's like my brother. I love the dude. Best decision we ever made. And, there, and yeah. there, you know, he would even tell you there were cultural issues for a while because he's not a mining guy. You know, he, he's yeah. got a tech background. The dude is smarter than me in every way. And the, some of the things he's done over the last year, it, you just can't put a price on it. You just can't. Yeah. So That's so interesting because we've been looking, okay, it's new for us. So let's, we kind of have to come down in price. Or, you know, Trevor and I have actually been having that conversation. He, I'm, I'm like, I'm from a corporate background. Let's send, send, send. You know, I want the best, best, best. And he's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need cash, cash, cash. So it's kind of like for us finding that balance. But that's so great to hear that at least for the key people, because like I need to hire a right-hand person right now. Yeah. And that's interesting to just hear, like, in the end, it might be worth it to swallow this wallet a little. Well, I would tell Trevor, and I would say this if I was sitting right next to you guys, I'm a lot like Trevor. I'm I'm pretty, I'm not cheap, but I, I watch money pretty closely for the most part. I don't want to spend what I need to spend. Um, 
I would also say I've hired people that were inexpensive, and it's been the most expensive hire I ever made. Um, oh. I mean, I had one person that cost over a million dollars, just one person uh, that cost over a million dollars. Yeah. There's been several yeah. people that, you know, several different teams that have cost money, blah, blah, blah. And even good people sometimes cost money in ways yeah. they never intended to. My, right. my inexpensive, and a lot of people on our team would say this, my inexpensive um, hires, although they may be good people with pretty decent experience, some of the inexpensive people are inexpensive for a reason. Yeah. You know, and that's they awesome. End up, they end up being a lot more expensive than the salaries you were going to pay them. So I love it. So you're telling me to spend more. Thank you. This time was so valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. I, I apologize, buddy. <laughs> I'm glad we could do this. Well, thanks for doing it. This is awesome, Keaton. I love that you're doing this, and I'll, I'll make room for I know there's a lot of people out here who want to chit-chat with you. So love way you. to be an awesome leader in our, in our industry. We love you. Thanks. Love Bye, you Turner fam. I love your wife. Give her a hug for me. Will do. Thanks. Love Later. You. That was fun. Missy's awesome. Uh, my quote that I'm going to end with, and this is a quote that, of course, you know, knowing me, I'm going to quote myself. This is something that I always, as I always said, um, as I had kind of gotten older and I'd watched successful people, and I always wondered how they did it. And I, I didn't really look at the business they were in or what they were doing. I looked at the people that were successful and why. And uh, one day it clicked for me, and I realized, um, and, I, and I always tell everyone this, when people ask, you know, how do you start a business? Why start a business? I want to start a business, but I don't, I don't. I haven't been pushed over the edge. My quote is, there are dumber people out there everywhere that are killing it. And I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm not super smart. Uh, there are people way more, uh, I'll, I'll say it this way, there are people a lot smarter than me that aren't killing it. Uh, and I don't kill it every day. But my quote is, there are dumber people out there killing it because they took a chance they swung for the fences they probably missed three four maybe five six times but they they connected on one and they hit it out of the park and uh that's what i'm trying to do so you don't have to be smart um you don't have to be super talented or super good looking um you just got to swing man and uh so that's my quote there are dumber people out there killing it um if, the, if you see that on a on a poster or on a billboard or something, um, let me know because I didn't get my royalty check for that. I'm sure. So, enjoyed it, guys. Had a blast. I got a I got a little cleanup to do because I got I got equipment out here. So, um, thanks for joining. I appreciate it. Love all you guys. We'll do this again. We'll get we'll, tell your friends. We'll do it uh, maybe Thursday nights. I think that's a good night. So, later. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. This is a new thing for us, so leave a review, give us your thoughts, and if you haven't already, tell a friend.